This is Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther from the Retirement Optimization Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Greg provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now, here is Greg Gunther to help you retire in paradise. Aloha. Welcome to another show of Retirement Paradise with me, Greg Gunther, from the Retirement Optimization Group, and my co-host, Tony Shore. Thanks for tuning in today. Today, we're going to be addressing ways to deal with an unstable market and how effectively you can handle it. And let's be honest, folks, market volatility is not going away. So it's important to prepare for the market's ups and downs and stay disciplined in your investment decisions to help you deal with any market volatility you may face. Um, Before we jump into the topic, I'd like to welcome our co-host, Tony Shore, to the show. Tony, how are you today? Oh, I'm great. Aloha, everyone. I'm doing great. Uh, I've got my uh, flower print shirt on, my Hawaiian shirt on right now, Uh, just uh, kind of in that retirement paradise mode for the show today, Greg. (laughs) I'm excited about it. Thanks for having me on. I've had a crazy week, uh, really busy this week, Uh, just uh, back-to-back things, but the show is kind of the what I look forward to each week. It's kind of a reprieve from my normal day-to-day, and I enjoy hanging out with you on the radio. So I'm doing great. How about you? I'm fantastic. Um, just this last Thursday, my office hosted a workshop uh, at the Ko'olau Ballrooms in Kaneohe, and we met oh, yeah. some great folks, um, had some fun. And I always love doing those workshops because you get to meet you know, people from all different walks of life. And just like to take this time to remind any listeners today to stay tuned if you'd like to attend one in the next um, probably month or so, we'll probably announce another one on different parts of the island. So uh, periodically um, check our website at therogroup.org slash events or just uh, listen to us every Saturday morning. All right. Well, thanks. That's great. And the show topic today, I think it's going to be a good thing for us to talk about, especially with all the attention the market's been receiving lately. I mean, 2017 saw record highs, record highs. And then in 2018, we've had a couple, we had a pretty big correction. Uh, I know you've talked about that in the past. And just uh, with all the uh, rumors going around and political things, uh, we are seeing some ups and downs in, in the market and the trade, the supposed trade wars that are coming. So uh, good topic. Um, obviously, this is uh, very current, isn't it? Yes, the, the market have uh, has been seemed scary lately. And, you know, I've had clients you know, call every every now and then and see like, is it time to to panic? And, you know, the media likes to pump up lots of stories. Um, anytime oh, yeah. the, the yeah. market drops and there's a reason, it rallies, there's a reason. And it's easy to get caught up in that. Um, but you could take comfort in knowing that investors, you know, you're not alone. And it's not the first time that we've been through this. And in fact, you can take a little comfort in knowing that experts actually have a gauge um, to measure how scary the market actually seems. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, they, it's actually called the fear gauge, um, and it measures expected volatility. So explain to us what that is, the fear gauge. Well, the fear gauge is actually uh, an index called um, the VIX, which is a volatility index, and it's a tradable option on the Chicago Board of Trade, and it's 
based on how much the S&P is really expected to fluctuate um, over the next 30 days. And it's based on options purchasing, puts and calls, how much hedging is going on basically. So the more hedging that's going on, the more volatility that's expected. And so essentially the more traders expect the market to fluctuate, the more option purchasings that, that's going on and the more hedging that's taking place, the higher the price of the VIX climbs. Um, so we actually use it to gauge um, what is expected in, in the near future. And if we look at the chart, it, it spiked in February um, pretty high, which that was the correction that you mentioned. Uh, it spiked again in April, but it's actually been steading, steadily uh, trending down um, since then. Interesting. So do you have people that come to you uh, with assets in the market that are affected by this fear gauge? Uh, yeah, many of the prospects that I meet um, and, and clients that I talk to do have large amounts in the market and they're subject to its ups and downs, which means that the the VIX, the fear gauge that we're discussing, um, along with some of the other economic indicators is something I always keep a close eye on. And everyone is in the market for different reasons. Um, a lot of times it's because people are saving for retirement and they need growth that's going to outpace inflation and they need to endure uh, the swings and the corrections. But a lot of times people are in the market just because that's what you know, quote unquote, they had always done and they're just kind of trained to do it. Yeah, I, I would suppose. So and now how do you help people deal with this then, the fear gauge and the up and ups and downs of the market? Well, at the Retirement Optimization Group, we specialize in helping people plan for long and prosperous retirement. And one of the first tools we use is a customized uh, color of money report, which will help you clearly understand how much of your money is subject to risk and how much is in safer holdings. And if any of our listeners would like to check out our personalized color of money report, uh, there's a link to that in the upper right on our website. If you go to the rogroup.org, click get my score in the upper right and you can get started on that. It's a great place to begin to gauge your portfolio according to your needs instead of market fears. And they can go and, and do that on your website and there's no cost or obligation, right? That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the color of money? Explain that concept to us. Yeah. The, the color of money is a, is a way to categorize your retirement assets. So depending on your, your needs and goals. So three colors, it breaks down into red, yellow, and green. So we call red money. Um, these are investments with risk. So this is a return that's not guaranteed. Uh, they go up and down in value. There's opportunity for growth with red assets, but you need to make sure you're prepared to proceed with caution. Uh, risk and reward come together. They're a couple. Um, so red money, uh, some examples of that would be stocks, uh, mutual funds, hedge funds, uh, even some offshore investments. And then we have yellow money, which has the same characteristics as red, but with the benefit of professional money management. And this is a portfolio that is selected for you based on the level of risk that you're comfortable with. And this allows your money to move up and down at a more controlled level. And then lastly is green money. Now these are assets that are designed to have principal protection and provide safety. Uh, you know exactly what you're gonna get out of the green money. So your growth potential is less than it could be with red or yellow money, but you can move through retirement more comfortably knowing exactly you know what your assets are going to be worth you're safe from fluctuations you can project an income stream from them um, some examples of green money would be 
government bonds, CDs, savings accounts, uh, fixed annuities, money market, and cash under your mattress would also be considered green. <laughs> In more ways than one. Cash under your mattress. Well, you know, I understand like CDs, uh, that your principal is protected there and uh, savings, obviously, um, fixed index annuities, that money under your mattress. These things are, you know, where your principal's protected, but uh, some of those things, especially like CDs, you can't make anything on them. You're actually going to lose money though over time because if you're only making a, a 1% or a 1.5% uh, on it, uh, then you're losing money probably, correct? That's uh, that's what we refer to as cautiously losing money. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why we call CDs, uh, we say it stands for Certificates of Disappointment. <laughs> or Certificates of Depreciation. Depreciation, yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, hey, Greg, our time for this first segment is almost up. Is there anything else you want to share with our listeners before we take a quick break here? Sure. Preparing for retirement is is very important. Uh, make sure that you are going into it, um, knowing exactly what your risk level is and making sure that your assets are aligned with that risk tolerance. And whether it's all of those details or if it comes with understanding your social security benefits, learning about certain retirement stakes to avoid uh, making your money last longer than you do, um, we're here to help. So visit our website at therogroup.org or feel free to give us a call at 791-2924. We'll be happy to sit down with you for a complimentary, no obligation consultation and just to see if you're on the right track for your retirement. All right. Well, that sounds great. A great offer. And I know you're offering that complimentary consultation. Uh, get a second opinion or even a first opinion for our listeners out there on where they're at with their assets. If they they have a lot in risk or more than they think, uh, and where they should be allocated. I know you're more than happy to sit down and talk with them about that, that initial consultation. There's no cost, no obligation. What's that phone number again? Call us at 791-2924. And just as a reminder, if you're calling on the weekend, leave a message. And I personally call all our listeners back on Monday. The ups and downs of the stock market can be exciting, but not if you're near or in retirement. Predictable returns may not be exciting, but your needs tend to change later in life. When you are ready for a relatively more predictable financial plan, call the Retirement Optimization Group. We focus on crafting effective financial strategies. You can get your adrenaline rush elsewhere. Give our office a call at 808-791-2924 or visit us at therogroup.org. And now back to Retirement Paradise with Greg Gunther. Welcome back to Retirement Paradise with me, Greg Gunther, from the Retirement Optimization Group and our co-host, Tony Shore. The title of today's show is Dealing with an Unstable Market. In the first segment, we discussed the fear gauge, the VIX, and what that means in projecting expected market volatility. Also cover the color of money, which is used to allocate your assets into certain risk groups, red, yellow, and green. The red being, of course, the most risky, uh, unpredictable, the yellow, similar, but having the benefit of professional money management. And then green is your typically uh, your safe and your what we call our I know so money. Ah, yeah, it's been a great show so far. Thanks for the recap. And, you know, the market, it, it always uh, our emotions get wrapped up in it. And that's why people end up buying high and selling low like they shouldn't the opposite of what they should do. But 
what do we need to do to prepare ourselves for a volatile market? Because we've experienced some record highs, but now we're seeing more volatility and uh, everybody's waiting for that other shoe to drop, aren't they? Yeah. Um, answer your question is you, you really got to have an investment strategy. I mean, you can't just blindly go into the market uh, in retirement. When you're in your accumulation phase and the market's doing its thing, you're still working, you're, you're covering your expenses with your income, that fluctuation you can tolerate. But when you have to start pulling money out of those accounts, and whether that's part of your income plan or a required distribution from your IRAs, you really have to be more aware of the new risks uh, that are created um, for that disbursement phase. Now, an, an investment strategy is, is a set of rules and procedures that guide you to the appropriate portfolio that's going to fit your needs uh, specifically. And let's be honest, no two investors are alike. So it's important to understand what you need as an individual, what your goals for retirement are, to have this tailor-made for your ob objectives, risk tolerance, and time horizon. So whether that's allocating a certain amount of portion in red or yellow money and some in green, or whether it's simply changing the types of investments that you're in, um, like something that might produce higher yields, where you don't have to worry about when to sell the stocks, when to sell the mutual funds, you can just collect dividends so that market volatility you're almost immune to it. You know, if you don't have to worry about liquidating the stocks, you just take income from it. Typically, it takes a lot more capital um, to get income uh, at that level. And with any investment strategy, keep in mind that you can get drawn in emotionally. And it's important to have a cool head and not react to the ups and downs and to, to know what your strategy is all about and being able to sleep easy at night. And this way, you can totally set yourself up where you're you're not shaken out of the market. Well, sure. And that color of money strategy you're talking about, how do you use that to create an investment strategy? Well, as I mentioned before, the color money helps you organize your assets. So we have a risk tolerance. The, the old way of doing it was the rule of 100. So you, people have probably heard that where you take the number 100 and you subtract your age. And that basically tells you about how much you should have in the market, how much you should have in safety. Well, that's not a really static rule because not if you're 60 years old, does that mean every single 60 year old needs to have 40% in the market and 60% in safety? There's other factors involved, um, like your tolerance for risk, your goals. A uh, 60 year old could be retired and another 60 year old could work for 15 more years. So it's not just age based. There's a lot of other factors that go into that. So the color money risk analysis is 11 questions and basically lets us know and you know uh, what type of investor you are and about how much you should have in red money or yellow money and how much you should have in, in green. Yeah. And so allocating your assets is important. And I like that color of money strategy because it makes it easy to understand and clear as to where things are. How do you help your clients then allocate those assets to achieve retirement goals? Well, no matter how challenged or successful someone has been uh, financially, there are always unanswered questions and concerns that people have like, well, how much risk is good? Um, how much should I have in safety? How, how much is right? What is the sweet spot, you know, if you will? Um, and retirement is a big life event. Think of how many years, you know, going to school, going to college, and then your career and working to essentially get to this finish line. You know, that's, that's, it's a big 
event and it needs to be taken seriously. And a lot of people care about legacy too and making sure that their money outlives them, not the other way around. So I wanna help my clients and our listeners understand you know, what options are available to them and to, to meet their goals in the most efficient way. And again, I, I can't stress this enough, everyone's situation is a little bit different. So it's not one person comes in, another person comes in, and then they all walk out with the same financial plan. It's customized to you based on all these different variables. Wow. So this is great inform information to help us understand all these ways to deal with and prepare for an unstable market. Yes. Um, whether it's putting money out of the market and putting it more into something that's more green uh, and guaranteed, or it could also be actually investing in the market. Um, let's, let's remember that sometimes when the market's more volatile or down or after a correction, it's a buying opportunity. Um, Warren Buffett famously said that the stock market is the only place where the goods go on sale and all the buyers leave. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Well, we all need more ways to help us deal with the market, don't we? We do. And having an investment strategy is, is really um, important. I mentioned earlier yield. Um, having these high volatile investments in your accumulation phase works for you. Um, I've heard of dollar cost averaging, where if you put in a fixed amount of dollars every month, well, that's your 401k or IRA. In that case, the volatility actually helps you. But in your distribution phase, that volatility can hurt you. It's like dollar cost averaging in reverse. And, and the other trick is when you reach 70 and a half in your qualified plans, your tax qualified accounts, your 401k, your traditional IRAs, your 403bs, um, your TSPs, you have to start taking money out. And the IRS cranks up how much you have to take out every year you get older. You have to take out more and more and more. And you have to be mindful of what the market's doing. If you're in those types of accounts, it's going to dictate how long your money is going to last. So changing your portfolio to produce more income and maybe trim that volatility down as you get into retirement is really a key to making your money last and having some to pass on to your loved ones. Tell us more about that, about how we can determine what our own personal risk tolerance is. Yeah, well, I mean, other than, you know, starting with the color money risk analysis, um, things that you have to look at are determining the amount of risk that's right for you really depends on your, your situation, your specific situation. So start with your financial position. Um, so people that have a huge nest egg obviously are going to have a lot more options than people that really have to be careful with what they have to make sure they don't outlive it. But there are three questions that are good for listeners to ask when you're looking at what amount of risk is good to take. So the first would be when, when do you want to retire? So what, what time frame are you looking at? Are you going to retire next year? Are you retiring in 10 years? That's important to know. So it's both age and your timeline for meeting those, those goals that need to be considered when you're evaluating how much risk you can take. Um, if you're young, you have a long time to meet your goals, you should have a higher risk tolerance than someone who's right around the corner to retirement and counting on steady income to last for, for decades. Uh, other factors that determine your ability for risk are your personality, you know, how you react to things. Are, are you watching the market every day? Um, if it's down, do you get, you know, a pit in your stomach? Um, do you have a very high risk tolerance? Can you don't care when, when the market's down 300 points? Um, life expectant life experiences, um, all 
factor into that along with your, your financial situation. So the three categories would be high risk, so investors that can tolerate volatility. Medium risk are typically investors that have an even mix of investments that like to grow maybe some stocks also with maybe some lower risk investments like some bonds. And then you have your low risk people, which are very conservative, terrified of the market, um, simply don't believe in it or can't take that fluctuation. And they should look for lower risk investments that can provide steady streams of income. Um, but I have to accept the fact that over a long period of time, your returns probably aren't going to be as high. Yeah, probably not. Uh, and that's a good thing to note. So what's the next question we should be asking ourselves to determine our own risk tolerance? And, and what can we do to answer that question? Yeah, so other than, other than the when and looking at those three risk factors, um, probably what are, your, what are your goals in retirement? How much money do you need? Um, some people rely on a, on a magic number. You know, if you save a certain amount of money, then all of a sudden you're, you're there. Um, but we need to know how much income, you know, you need to, to live off of. And that's important because a lot of people assume that you will need less money in retirement than you make during your earnings years. But we've seen a lot of people that retire that end up spending a lot more money, uh, than they anticipated. So it's important to have a income goal to work from. And then that way we know how much we need to create each year. We know how much is going to be coming in from social security, pensions, rental income. So all these other fixed income sources, and that allows us to determine how much needs to come from portfolio income and working backwards like that allows us to select the types of investments that are going to be the most efficient at filling those income gaps based on your, your risk tolerance. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, that's interesting to note. Obviously we, we need to know what our goals are going to be in retirement and for retirement. Finally, what's the next question we need to ask ourselves to determine the type of risk we should take on? The third question I think you can ask yourself is um, your ability. What is your ability to handle a financial loss? Um, so your emotional ability to handle that loss is an important factor. Um, if you're likely to pull your money out of an investment uh, due to a dip in performance and then get back in when it starts taking off again, you're, you're probably selling low and buying high. Um, and you probably would be considered to have more of a lower risk tolerance. Um, so that's a good way to, to eat up your funds by, you know, dancing in and out of the market. Um, discussing your goals and risk tolerance with a professional will help you determine your ideal path and process to take. Because there's always there's one, more than one way to the finish line. Um, again, it's not a, a cookie cutter approach. We have to make sure that your portfolio matches you as an individual. And that way you're going to sleep better at night. Yeah. And that's the key. Sleep well at night. The SWAN plan, S-W-A-N, sleep well at night. It's that peace of mind from having that plan in place, uh, knowing that your assets are properly allocated and knowing uh, you have a plan for retirement and getting not only reaching retirement, but getting through it, uh, not outliving your money. That's the key. Are there any other tips or resources you want to give us? Well, there will be times you'll question your long-term financial plan. And when, when volatility creeps in, that's usually when people start to second guess their, their strategies. Uh, but I just want our listeners to keep in mind that volatility is a natural part of investing. Their markets come in cycles, there's ups and downs. You got to look at not just the short term, but look at it in the in the long run. And a lot of news and events and sudden jolts, you know, can 
can jar people. And it's very natural because up markets tend to be very slow and steady and calm and down markets tend to be very fast and uh, furious, longer moves in a day. And it's very panicky because the two emotions that drive those prices are greed on the way up. People feel like they're missing out and they want to make more money, but it's fear on the way down. And that's a much stronger emotion. So that's why those down markets are so much more powerful and quick uh, than the up markets. Um, but look at the long run. Um, so think of not short term, don't be dancing in and out of trades, but look at your long term goal. And according to a study uh, conducted by Dalbar, this showed that the longer one held on, the longer you held your investments, the better the return was in, in the long run. Um, that's according to the Dalbar Quantitative Analysis of Investor Behavior published in 2012. So that's just kind of solidifies that we should be looking long-term in the market, not short-term. Um, it's also suggested people should diversify their portfolio, uh, but you should keep in mind that certain asset diversifications does not really guarantee profit or loss. And I've seen a lot of portfolios that are over-diversified, if you will. Um, mutual funds buy thousands of different stocks, and then people tend to think that if you have five or six different mutual funds that you're diversifying, but a lot of those funds probably own the same stocks because there's only so many stocks to go around. So you don't want to have the illusion of being diversified. Um, you want to be in different investment classes. So maybe some gold, maybe some real estate, uh, some bonds, um, and income producing investments as well. Yeah. And that's key. Well, our time is up for this week's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Visit our website at the and click on get my score in the upper right. That is the color of money risk analysis. Find out what type of investor you are, about how much you should have in yellow, how much you should have in green. And give us a call at our office at 791-2924. We can help you get that report set up and get a solid investment strategy plan in place. All right. And that does it for today's episode of Retirement Paradise with our host, Greg Gunther. Thank you for listening to Retirement Paradise. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Greg Gunther at the Retirement Optimization Group. Call 808-791-2924 or visit their website at therogroup.org. Greg Gunther and the Retirement Optimization Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.